Charlie, and we're discussing the Southern Brave. Yes, so brave, ready to face and endure danger or pain, showing courage. Yes, absolutely. And I shall explain why I think that's a very befitting name for this team. (laughs) Shall we begin? Absolutely. So, uh, well, first off, we've got the coach, Mihaela Jaiwadna, who's got great experience in the shorter formats of the game. Um, He's been around the world coaching um, with the Bangladesh Premier League, and he twice led the Mumbai Indians to victory in the IPL. Right. So, so good, good, a good captain at the helm of the ship. He is, and he's also been a consultant coach for England a couple of times. So good uh, English experience as well here, here on the. And he's also had the most colourful career. He's done really, obviously, fantastic stats in his own right. So, oh, yeah. very exciting coach to have. And they were lucky enough to be able to choose from Sussex or Hampshire, um, with the Test um, England team. So they chose yes. Joffrey Archer. I mean, Poor things having to choose. Oh, I know it's so awful for them. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I think everybody knows who Joffre Archer is. Even even my mates who don't really watch cricket know who Joffre Archer is. Now he has recently um, been ruled out of the Sri Lanka tour for England and possibly the IPL this season, which would wow. suck. It's such um, a shame for him. It would, and uh, he's got a low grade stress fracture to the elbow, which I think has been because Andrew has definitely been under a little scrutiny. Um, whether he's been poorly managed in the England team playing all three formats of the game. How many did he... He bowled like 40 overs in a session in he the New Zealand match, He has right? bowled more overs in all formats than any other England bowler in 2019. That's so... And, and if you think his England career has only been short-lived so far, I mean, he just exploded last summer, um, maybe they manage him better in the future. Maybe he'll just stick to white ball. Possibly, it's oh, it'd be such a shame to lose him in Test cricket. He's so exciting, you know that. I mean, when he first came on and roughed up Steve Smith, that was just ridiculous. That was amazing. Um, uh, although <laughs> they then found a replacement in Steve Smith, yes, equally yes. as painful and minus lavishing. definitely very painful. Um, so we've um, definitely got a bit of a Sussex theme going on with mm. the, the Southern Brave. Um, they've got a Sussex bowling attack, so we, maybe we should start there. So they've got Joffre Archer. They've also got Chris Jordan, who plays for the Sussex Sharks. Brilliant who, death ball. As just... we know, it's literally flown around the world to deliver the last couple of overs. It's like, that's all he's doing, just rock up, right? You bowl the last over, you're done. Um, um, he doesn't need much explanation. He's done everything, the T10s, the Big Bash, the IPL, the CPL, la la la. But he is also an amazing fielder. Yeah. He's fantastic in the field. His catching ability is amazing. And he's super quick, which is really important what in this competition. I was telling you this, wasn't I? I was, uh, I was back, um, back at my mum's house watching some highlights with her and she watched when Chris Jordan, he dropped a return catch. Someone smashed it straight back to him and he dropped it. And she went, oh, he looks terribly disappointed. And he did look very disappointed. Um, and she said, oh, I mean, he couldn't have caught that. It was too fast. And I said... Yeah, but this is Chris Jordan. He's the guy who takes those catches. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a very sweet moment from my, uh, my, my, my dear mommy. You do expect it though, don't you? I mean, he expects it himself, which is why he keeps at the top of his game. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So sticking still with the Sussex um, uh, delivery attack with the, with the bowling, we've also got uh, George Garton, who um, is left on quick. Place for Sussex, he, he had very good Abu Dhabi T10 last year, really good stats. He got three for 21 and two overs, which is pretty impressive. And he's done quite well with the England Lions squad. So good local boy and very, very uh, good to have a left arm quick in there as well. Definitely. Um, it's good to have a bit of variation as well. Um, but you can, you can see a pattern emerging here. There's, uh, there's, uh, quite, there's quite a lot of pace so far. 
Um, yeah, I haven't finished with the pace. Oh, you haven't? Okay. <laughs> um, but, but still with the Sussex, we've got um, Del- Delroy Rawlings, mm-hmm. um, which his uh, uh, left uh, also plays left-hand bat as well. Uh, T20 for Sussex. He's also quite good in the middle order, clean hitter with the bat, but really useful finger spin and um, plays for Bermuda, which means that he hasn't had the experience playing against such you know bigger teams. Um, no disrespect to the likes of Italy, Kenya, Uganda, where he's been playing against now but um You're right there, there is a step up um when, you know if you start playing against uh, players in the hundreds such as you know south africans australians like you know the, the the top flight of cricket um but he's been in, out, in and around county cricket for a while so uh, hopefully he'll uh, he'll uh, impress himself upon us he also is a t20 specialist and he does score really quickly he's particularly good at tackling the over straight after the power play which is uh, going to be quite interesting when we look at the potential lineup later. That might come in. That might come into yeah, things. Yeah, power play tactics, and you know, that's that's that, that we could do a whole podcast on that. Um, but we've also got more explosive bowling attack. I haven't quite finished with the bowling attack. I've some, somehow sensed that you you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've got Timer Mills. Um, explosive, oh, fast bowler. I love Tyler Mills. Um, unfortunately, consigned just to white ball after his back condition. It's but, a shame, isn't it? Because yeah. he would have been great as a Test match bowler. He, Left arm and that and that fast. Yeah. His ability is, is amazing. He's having a really good season in the PSL this year as well. Um, but another great death bowler. So they they've got a glut of uh, death bowling and extremely quick bowlers. It seems. <laughs> Um, we haven't finished with the <laughs> we haven't finished with the force because um, I don't know if you've heard of this man called Andre Russell. I've heard the name bandied about. Maybe you've heard Dre Russ. Dre Russ, often. yes. <laughs> now um, Andre Russell was uh, the Southern Braves' first pick, and I don't think we were surprised in that. Um, yeah. I think he was second pick overall in the whole draft, right? Yeah. So he was definitely in high demand. He is really experienced, serious strength. He smashes the ball, always goes for sixes. It's always super exciting watching him play. Um, but he's also obviously a pace bowler, but he's just an athlete in the field in mm. all three aspects. He is he is one of the best all-rounders in the world. Um, in the true sense of the word. Now, I don't want to play him too, too low down the order with um, with the batting lineup because his highest score in a T20 is 121 not out. Yeah, and the not out want, bugs you. Right? <laughs> it does bug me. You don't want to run out of balls for Andre Russell. No, no, you're That would right, be a shame. Right. And um, his strike rate in T20 is 171. It would be it would be surprising to me if they didn't use him as a, a, a finisher. I guess I saw him as a kind of A.B. de Villiers, Josh Butler sort of finisher, that kind of role for, yeah. for this. But um, no, you're, I'm, I, I'm hearing what you're saying with regard to giving him as much opportunity as possible. So sticking with um, the international players, but still with the bowling attack, um, Shadab Khan. Ah, so somebody who's not a fast bowler. No. <laughs> right. Okay. Just take a breath for a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All this pace. Um, but he, what a player he is. And... Chris, he's only 21 years old. He's tw- No, I'm not doing this. I'm not, do- I'm not going to fall into <laughs> this trap again. Him. No, I nearly did. And let me tell you why. Um, he uh, He's the captain for Islamabad United in the PSL, and he's really burst into the scene. He's he's taken it by force. He's a true all-rounder, um, one of the best fielders in the Pakistan team too. Um, and he plays quite high with the bat as well. He recently scored 54 now out off 31 balls. 
Um, but yeah, his, his bowling rates are pretty good. He takes wickets whilst uh, maintaining quite a good economy rate, so that's super important. Economy is so key in this, I think, because it, it, it could just be a blast fest. Um, well, I mean, that's kind of the point of the game. It really, will be a blast like, fest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, for, for their own sense of defence, it's very useful to have somebody who's economical in the team. But he is also one of the highest run scorers at, at the present moment in, in the Pakistan Super League. So he's, he's a real all-rounder. That is very exciting. I'm, uh, that's quite a pick for them. Um, we've got more spin action. Uh, we've got a wrist spinner in Max Waller. Okay. From Somerset. He's a T20 specialist and he regularly takes the new ball for Somerset. So uh, quite a good one to sort of hand the ball to first if you don't necessarily want to go with pace, depending on the pitch. But mm-hmm. um, he's got a good record with both left and right handers. Um, so he's a decent county player. And most recently, he took four off 16, four for 16 against Warwickshire. So pretty good. Yeah, yeah, interesting. We've got more bowlers for you, so uh, don't sit down just yet. Okay. <laughs> um, we've got Liam Dawson, another local lad, um, who was in the World Cup winning squad last year with England, but you wouldn't have seen him because he didn't step foot on the field. Okay. <laughs> Bless him. I, no, I think you're right. I don't think he uh, even was a drinks waiter. <laughs> um, but he did get a medal. Well, that's good. You know, so, that's, that's, and I helped. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure we did a lot for team morale. Um, but a good left arm spin, good all rounder. Um, also, yeah, knows the pitch really well, plays down at the AGS Bowl. Um, didn't have a great championship last season, no. um, taking only 10 wickets. Um, He's been in and around the England squad a bit as well. Um, and he can he can bat. I think he got 60 odd when he was playing against India. Um, so He was yeah. also in the PSL this year, but still not having a great season with that so okay um, okay moving swiftly on we have um another bowler um medium fast bowler some more pace for you chris (laughs) Uh, we've got craig overton um whose height of six foot five he can really get that ball to swing which might be really useful um he's also in the Lions squad this winter and he did really really well um him and ollie robinson they led the bowling attack to produce a nine wicket maiden win over the australian a team wow so he's had a fantastic winter i think um also it doesn't it does bear saying that he's slightly different from their very very heavily express pace attack um because he's a little bit slower and a little bit gets more bounce and relies a lot on swing um i think He's actually not a bad shout for the team, just to provide a bit of a variation for the attack, uh, so it's not just knocking your head off 90 mile an hour bounces from everybody. <laughs> well, that is a lot. They've got a lot of bowlers there. Um, yeah. th- there's a lot to choose from and a lot of pace. Um, let's talk about the batsmen. So sure. the pre-selected um, affiliated uh, player of um, um, of Hampshire or Sussex they could choose from. They've chosen James Vince. Well, I know it's one of your favourites, Chris. Love him. Love James. Um, he's vaughn uh, esque yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment. I find vaughn esque a little dull and boring. Oh, oh With all due respect. Blasphemy. Michael Vaughan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, James Spence, uh, he, he had an average PSL so far this year until his last knock. He got 61 not out of 24. So he's finding his feet. He's yeah. finding his feet. Um, and... <laughs> Helped uh, Multan Sultans. Um, That's I just, love that, I just yeah. love that name. Um, make the playoffs. So it's a really good opening option to have. Um, um, not so consistent with England, but he's had a lot of first class experience and he had quite a decent uh, big bash league as well. Right, so, um, okay. so, yeah, pretty good opening opening batsman in James Vince, local, yeah. local boy as well. Got, he's got an opener, hasn't he? Well, talking of openers, I uh, don't know if you've heard of this man, um, David Warner? 
I've heard the name. Uh, um, gets quite a um, quite a reception. Should we put it that way? From... Yes, yes. He he definitely he definitely animates the crowd. Yeah. That's definitely well, well put. <laughs> yeah. um, he is definitely a firecracker and an opener. Um, he bats in all three formats for Australia. And um, it's interesting. Last summer in England, he spent the whole summer here. Had quite a good World Cup. Um, Took a couple of centuries, got a couple of fifties, um, did pretty well, and then came the Ashes. And then Stuart Broad just basically didn't like. I think if, what, did you get one fifty in the whole se- in the whole series. I it think was, even uh, yeah. David Warner saw the funny side of it. I, I think, think he started laughing as he walked off. Well, it was just that was that was all it did. Joe Root just went right, Stuart, you're on until Warner's out. <laughs> it, was, it was quite something, wasn't it? But then it? It he came amazing. back in some style afterwards. Well, where, he had a point yeah. to prove with the red yeah. ball, so he went home and he only scored a three hundred and thirty-five not out in Adelaide against. Pakistan, so uh, one innings, yeah, um, no, no not bad. Deal. No, he yeah. just kept scoring these centuries as soon as he got home. It's mad, isn't it? I think he was definitely homesick for Australian soil. Just... So, you think he's kind of got a point to prove when he comes back to English soil? I think so, definitely. He also is great in the shorter format. He plays in the IPL, and uh, last year he got the, the orange cap for the IPL, so he's the highest, highest run scorer by, by a mile, actually, by at least 100 runs. And the, previ- the, the, the the nine players after him had scored um, in a lot more matches than he had done. So wow. he was the top, yeah, top run scorer in less matches of the IPL. So um, he's definitely got a point to prove. He's definitely going to be a fantastic opener and one to watch. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk about some more exciting, um, uh, exciting dangerous hitters. We've got Ross Whiteley, uh, left, okay. left-handed bat. Um, Pretty dangerous T20 hitter. He got 91 not out from 35 balls, uh, including 11 sixes, which helped Worcestershire into the quarterfinals of the NatWest T20 in 2015, which only Chris Gale had a higher strike rate that season than him. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, that's quite an accolade to have, that the only person who beat you was the Universe boss. The and Universe boss, the and, universe and, boss. And, and five years ago as well, when the oh, Universe boss was a bit more sprightly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's also a supreme uh, six hitter, and he's also a great death hitter. So not only does the Southern Brave have great death bowlers, they've got great death hitters, and he averages at a strike rate of 178 in the last five overs. Uh, yeah, okay, you've made a pretty strong case for him there. So, <laughs> moving swiftly on, we've got a couple of players left to talk about. Um, Ollie Pope, who I think has been a steal, because the draft was what, sort of September, October last year? Yeah, yeah. That was before um, Ollie Pope was called up for the, the test side in England, but um, he's obviously wicketkeeper batsman for Surrey. Uh, he's done really well for Surrey. He contributed 986 runs, an average of 70 for Surrey's title-winning season. Um, and then he was called up for the England squad last winter. And he had a he had a great knock. He did so well in South Africa. Uh, 135 not out in the Port Elizabeth Test. I remember that. It was it's great to watch. He's he really belongs in Test cricket. But that that actually is my concern. Is mm. um, he he is a wonderful batsman. Um, I think my big one is that I just I I don't really know him in short in short cricket, and it's just about whether that uh, that skill is transferable, or where he fits within this batting order in terms of his the way he plays. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think his his wicket keeping is decent, so he's probably going to sort of keep position for that the majority of the time. But 
I don't know actually whether it's going to work in, I said he's a steal at 50k for the Southern Brave, but actually would it work in their detriment? He's now been called up for the England test team because are they going to lose yeah. Jofra Archer and Ollie Pope now for the test um, against I mean, Pakistan? Will, it'll definitely take him a big, uh, well it'll be a big dent into it, but they will have a, they've, they've got a backup keeper, right? So, so last but not least, we've got Alex Davies who is a wicketkeeper also and a right-handed batsman, plays for Lancashire and... Um, not had a great Abu Dhabi T10 experience um, last winter, but uh, he does really well on the county level. His, uh, the, his last decent score was 80 not out, um, Lancashire versus Essex um, in September. So yeah, pretty, again, sort of quite similar to Ollie Pope in that respect. Don't think he's had uh, such um, great stats with the shorter format, but quite a decent right-handed batsman and keeps quite good wicket. So okay. they've got those two to play with, but... I don't think they need to worry with the with, with the rest of it. I mean, first of all, let's just take a breath. I think that was quite a lot. Exactly. So I think the overall thing that I'm taking from this is it's basically a bunch of fast bowlers and then everyone else. Um, yeah. But, um, Pace, so, pace, pace. Pace, pace, pace. Um, so, right, let's let's talk about batting order. What uh, what do we think? This is the first game. So as in your first 11, you've got all of the guys who haven't gone off for test cricket. It's the first 11. We haven't really seen what everyone's doing yet. So no brainer, David Warner's opening. Yeah, um, and good. I think uh, I think it's going to be a good pairing to go alongside James Vince, because I think uh, James Vince takes a little bit longer to warm up into it. So you kind of you can have one one player that's slightly more stable than the other, and the other one can just sort of go off at the start and sort of yeah. and see what happens. So I think one and two, yeah, David Warner and James Vince. I think that's going to be an interesting partnership at the top. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'd be tempted to, to put Dre Ross up there. You know. That high up? Yeah. I don't want him running out of balls. Okay. We've spoken about this before. Okay, good point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that makes sense because this, whilst this is, it's the hundred, it's not T20, it's even shorter. So you want to maximize that. And, and he loves the stage. He, he will not disappoint. He will go out there and he will smash it. He's money, he's box office. Um, so, so, and then I would put someone that's, that's slightly more stable uh, at number four. So I'd probably do an Ollie Pope if he was keeping wicket. Okay, so you're there. He's like he's kind of like an insurance policy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because if we've lost, you know, if we've, I've already chosen my team clearly. <laughs> <laughs> if they've lost three three players already, then I think if Ollie Pope comes in at four, he can sort of stabilise it. Calm it all down. I think so. Yeah. Um, so I put him in at four. Um, number five, I definitely go in at Ross Whiteley. Okay, okay. So we're getting you're getting one of the uh, one of the England players there. But you, I mean, you you sold him to me there. Maybe. Well, yeah, with a strike rate 178 yeah. in the last five overs. Um, he's a good death hitter. So you think uh, it's, it's hard so to five, gauge. Five's probably in. a good place for him then towards I think the death. So. In the best case scenario, yeah. You want to give him those five overs if if that is the case. Well, I would put him in at number five. Okay. Um, and then number six, a really 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 amazing all rounder. We've got Shadab Khan. Um, yeah, I think so. He's think like he's basically like this is where you start going to like I don't mean this to sound in derogatory, but it's like the the top of the bottom where you go right. These are sort of lower order guys who can smash it all around, um, and I think Shadab Khan. That's where I'd put him. Um, and then number seven, I would put in Delray Rawlings. Oh really? Yeah, okay. so I think it's a good middle order T Twenty. It's a clean clean hitter. I think he he just he needs that experience against the. The, the bigger players. I think I think he he's a young player. I think he I think he'd do really well. 
I it's funny, yeah, because I, I I was I was thinking Liam Dawson for for that spot. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going okay. to stick Liam Dawson there in well, place of Delroy Rawlings. I can see why you've done that. I mean, local boy Liam Dawson. He also went for a hundred k when Delroy Rawlings went for fifty. So they might well, well they, do. They that. kind of wanted him. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I put Chris Jordan in next at number eight. Perfect. Um, perfect position for him. I think. You know, he can hit. He can. He can hit the ball when he needs to. Oh, he likes to smack a six. Definitely. He does. Yeah. And let's hope we don't go need to go down that far. But <laughs> fingers um, crossed. You see, you've done it again. This we, is definitely your team. You've you've literally you've gone right. This is my team now. It, I, just, I, I can't say I blame you. This I mean, squad's I'm pretty super impressive. excited about yeah. this this lineup. It's just fantastic. And um, I put him in at eight, and obviously a great death bowler. So um, he'd be he'll he'll definitely be used a lot. Um, and number nine, I put in Jeff Archer. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know he can he can score he can score at the end as well. Hopefully, we won't need to go down that far. But um, obviously, uh, he'd he'd be one of the opening. Uh, bowlers with his pace so yeah i put him in at number nine um then where would i go um probably george garton george garton yeah okay i want him in there i think that's good it's good to have left hand so i think that that means by my logic i well i don't know it's all about who you pick number 11 but yeah no garton i'd go for garton as well um so 11 last place uh we've got who we've got to choose between we've got Craig Overton, Tymon Mills, Max Waller, Alex Davies. I'm going to go Tymon Mills. Yeah, I think that's what I would go. I mean, I do, I mean, Overton would be great as a variation, but I, do, I just love Tymon Mills. I like that I'd pace. Like, Another great yeah. death bowler. Him and Chris Jordan at the end. Oh, that's good. That's going to be great. They're going to be really good. Because you can choose, again, we spoke about this earlier. Ten, you've got, you know, you, you can do five and five, or you can do one bowler going in for ten balls at, at, at once. So... The death, oh, yeah. you know, if Chris Jordan's just having... Just bowl 10 at one end. Yeah. <laughs> if, they mad, have, if they have enough left. So that, that that would be my order. Okay, cool. Right, so that was the Southern Braves. So if I had to sum them up, yeah, I think it's, it's a bunch of fast bowlers and everyone else. That's probably what I would say. <laughs> I think that's fair. Fair enough. Okay, uh, see you on the next one.